listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Fusion. Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Just ahead, it went into effect at 2 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Title 42 is no longer the law of the land. And what is happening on our southern border is a migrant surge the likes we've never witnessed before. And the White House is even issuing a warning about how chaotic it is. Stay with us. It's Kevin McCullough on a Friday. Binge thinking. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. Yeah, he's playing the role. As, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, we've got so much to talk about and get to today, but there is really only one story today. Uh, today, the the major story across the entire country is that Title 42 has come to its end. And now there are even fewer constraints to the surge of people that are coming here illegally at the at the border in the south. And every problem that goes with that. Now, if you've listened to this broadcast in recent days, you know that I am not opposed to immigration. If you've listened to my show for any length of time, you know that I champion legal immigration. And you know, if you've listened to this show, that when I say we are the most generous nation in the country when it comes to on the planet, when it comes to immigration, you know that that is, in fact, the case because we have upwards of. 1.6 to 2 million people that legally every year are eligible to become citizens and to come to America. There's no other country on the planet that has that kind of generosity in its legal immigration system. What has happened on the southern border in the last three years, excess of 6 million illegals that have come through the checkpoints and are released into the country awaiting their uh, uh, their hearings to see if they qualify for asylum and they're allowed to stay as long as they want while they're here. Most of them are not showing up for their court dates. In addition to the 6 million, there's been another two and a half to 3 million, already a full million in 2023, but three and a half to 4 million additional getaways that got across the border and never were seen from again. These, these are the most accurate numbers we have. They, it could be worse, but these are the ones that are, by, by the best count, what, what we believe them to be. So here we are, 2 a.m. this morning, Title 42 goes out of effect. Just minutes before I went on the air today, the Biden administration releases a statement warning Americans that there will be a, quote, chaotic period in the days to come until the strategy for coping with this crisis is showing results. I don't understand what that even means, but that's what they're telling the American people. Well, we can't, we can't expect too much. It's going to be kind of chaotic until we understand how the results are coming in of, of our plan to cope with this. So that's that's the White House's response. Let me take you to um, one other interesting element of uh, this particular dynamic. Uh, Ted Cruz, senator from Texas, was back home in Texas yesterday working with state officials to try to come up with a policy for them as a state to be able to deal with the surge that they're going to be experiencing because Texas has a large border with Mexico. Um, and. He stepped away from what he was doing with the uh, leaders down there to hold a press conference, and he got asked a question by a reporter that didn't know one blooming thing about what he was saying. Take a listen. Let me, let me ask you something. 
Let me ask you something. What rate of illegal immigration do we have in 2020? Do you know anything? I ask you a question. Do you know anything? How long have you been in office? I've been in office 11 years now. Okay. Except your okay. You don't get to argue with me. You ask your question. You you ask your question. You don't get. You want to hold a press conference? You can do it over there. You want to hold a press conference? You can do it over there. How are you? So so hold on. I'm going to answer his question. The talking point of the Democrats, which this media reporter happily parrots is, gosh, the problem can't be fixed. There's one little problem with that. It is an utter and complete lie. In 2020, the last year of the Trump presidency, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. You ask, what have I done? I've championed the men and women of Border Patrol. I've championed securing the border. I've championed Remain in Mexico. And we turned this problem around and solved it. And we went from Joe Biden inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And the first day in office, he made political decisions to cause this problem. And you should be ashamed of yourself because you're a reporter and you're not reporting facts. You're telling lies. Joe Biden made a let me let me ask you something. Let me. So there you go. That that is, in fact, the the bottom line. The press is just parroting whatever the White House says. And they're saying, well, this happened over many, many different administrations. This wasn't a problem just since Joe Biden came into office. And as Senator Cruz pointed out, that's a complete fabrication. That is a lot. That is that is as wholesale a lie as can be told. If Joe Biden had come into office and had kept all of President Trump's policies in place and they still had this result, then you could say, well, what Trump did didn't work. So why should why should you be complaining about it now? That would be a legit question if you were a reporter and you knew anything about the facts and if Joe Biden had not changed policies. But what Senator Cruz said was accurate. On day one, Joe Biden came in, said, we're going to do away with Title 42. It took him a long time to get to the point where it could be implemented until today. He got rid of the remain in Mexico policy. After he tried to sue to do away with it and the courts found it to be justified, he just neutralized it. Instead of supporting Border Patrol and championing them and saying they are under heavy attack by drug cartels. They are under heavy attack. And friends, I'm not talking, I'm not, I'm not being hyperbolic here. The drug cartels on our southern border have tanks. They have motorized weapons. They have the ability to go and do things that we have never seen non-military government organization. I mean, mean, there's some nations who don't have militaries sophisticated as some of the cartels. And this administration, instead of saying to our Border Patrol, we've got your back, we know you're doing a tough job, we're going to do everything we can to make that job successful, they have literally tried to prosecute the Border Patrol, for doing their job to the best of their ability. You remember when the president tried to imply that Border Patrol was wild and out of control because they had, uh, he, he said that they were whipping migrants with the reins of their horses? And you remember how that all turned out to be a lie? That's the kind of stuff that the White House has done to Border Patrol. They have they have tried to denigrate them, demoralize them. They've reduced their size of the workforce when they've needed they've needed an increase in border patrol agents, and they they took some away. And now they're walking around. Secretary Mayorkas yesterday, telling people from the White House podium, uh, the border is not open. Just in 2023, they've already had a million gotaways. Those are the ones that we never even stopped. But through satellite data and watching, you know, via cameras and stuff, more than a million just in 23 that have come into the country that got away. And I just remind you that at the border, the southern border, we have stopped people from 144 different countries. Can I remind you that we've stopped people at the southern border within the last year, a few dozen that had terrorist ties to major terrorist organizations? 
And this doesn't even begin to take into account the fentanyl and the human trafficking crises. And the White House says, oh, it's going to be chaotic until we get it under control, which is different than what they were saying yesterday, which was that the border's closed and there's no problem. There's a huge problem. People can see it and they know it. The question is, what are we going to do about it? How do we respond? I'm going to ask every guest today, Governor Mike Huckabee, Bethany Mandel, Dr. Gina Loudon, all straight ahead here on Kevin McCullough Radio. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can say, I do, all with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. New York Cruises is the premier unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding cruise event planning services every step of the way. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Your guests will dine in style on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg welcomes back New York State Senator Kirsten Gillibrand to discuss the hot-button issue of protecting Social Security for seniors. It's Reaching Out Saturday at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 The Mission, WMCA. The WMCA May Ministry of the Month, Alan Jackson. We've been taking our cues from the secularists. They've been defining to us how Christians should respond. Listen weekday mornings at 8.30. We should take our cues from the Spirit of God. He should direct us. Listen weekday mornings at 7 to the verse of the day to win a book from Pastor Alan. Alan Jackson, the May Ministry of the Month on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen to The Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570 The Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Concerned about the impact the current state of our culture will have on the future leaders of the nation? Studies show a child's worldview begins taking shape as soon as they can speak. At City Life Academy, they believe this is true. They equip and prepare students beyond academics and into the spiritual side of life. They prepare them to engage with a challenging world, not hide from it. At City Life Academy, they teach students how to think, not what to think. Using God's Word as the foundation for a biblical worldview, their goal is to produce a generation that uses God-given reason and is not afraid to be the lights in darkness. They teach students to love their neighbors with compassion and grace while standing firm in faith. City Life Academy has a world-class high-tech facility in Brooklyn with affordable tuition rates for students from 3-year-old pre-K to 12th grade. Students are mentored in a gospel-centered atmosphere by caring staff who demonstrate biblical grace in students' daily lives. For more information, visit citylife.academy or call 718 43 That's citylife.academy or 718-436-8924. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that helps keep you comfortable throughout the night. It dissipates heat and humidity and it creates a cooling sensation to maintain a cooler surface temperature. Call 1-800-651-0798. MyPillow knows that core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep and the new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature through the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Call 1-800-651-0798. Of course it's machine washable, dryable, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code WMCA or call 1-800-651-0798. That's 1-800-651-0798. And don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0. Call 1-800-651-0798. That's 1-800-651-0798. Most people fall prey to Satan's tricks, schemes, and deceptions, which hinders their walk with God. Pastor Ray Hagestilianos, Bible study host on More Than Conquerors weekday afternoons at 2, has written a book called Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise, 
to understand the dangers and live in victory, to overcome every attack of the enemy and live a more blessed life. And you can get your own copy of his book now at PastorRayNY.com. Everyone needs encouragement by understanding God's promises. Discouragement, doubt, and compromise helps you recognize the danger signs and stand strong with practical solutions and how to take God's promises to heart and live life as more than a conqueror. Get your copy today at PastorRayNY.com. Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise from Pastor Ray Hagestilianos at PastorRayNY.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. He is one of the longest-serving governors in American history, a two-time presidential candidate, a top-rated Fox News Channel host, and all of that before being known as Sarah's dad, Governor Mike Huckabee, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And you've already heard my thoughts on this, but I want to talk to the people that I have scheduled today because we're going to talk to different people in different stages of life across different parts of the country And I think that all of them have uh, a viewpoint to share and something to say about what is obviously happening. In the early hours this morning, Title 42 got lifted. And not to be uh, completely irrelevant, the Biden administration today uh, taking the pains, according to Fox News, to, quote, warn Americans to brace for border chaos. This is literally what what Fox News is reporting. Biden administration telling Americans to prepare for a chaotic period as the U.S. faces a potentially historic migrant surge at the southern border with Title 42 ending. Here to respond first is Governor Mike Huckabee, who I know, had he been president, (laughs) would not have allowed this type of uh, chaos to reign. But, Governor, we can laugh about it or we can cry about it or we can get really angry about it. And I think that most Americans over this weekend are going to do a little of all three. Well, I hope they get angry enough to uh, like some different people to uh, positions at the White House and in Congress. This is the result of Joe Biden having on day one of his presidency reversing every policy that Donald Trump had put into place that was finally, after years, getting our border under control where we determined who came, why they came, where they came from, did they have a disease, and were they criminals? Uh, Joe Biden said, oh, no, we don't want any of that. We want it to be like Mini Pearl. Y'all come. Well, by gosh, they have. And now they're coming in record numbers. And even the White House has to acknowledge that it is a complete uh, disaster. Yeah. Um, other words I could think of, but they're profane, and I cannot say them on radio. It is it is a mess. You're also a Bible believing Christian, so <laughs> we, yeah. It's not we, good any- there's there's greater there's greater um, constraints on you <laughs> that are calling you to a higher purpose. Um, I hope so. Uh, Governor, let me let me just say this. I did not know this, but I watched a soundbite from a Ted Cruz press conference from yesterday that he was giving in the um, in in Texas. And a reporter asked him, uh, basically, why are you making a big deal about this? Uh, This can't be fixed anyway. And Ted Cruz said to him, you you know nothing about what you're talking about. And then he went on to lay out the facts of where we were in 2020, the lowest level of crossings in 45 years. And that came at the price of a number of pieces of legislation and a number of policies that the Trump administration worked with Congress uh, and taking some executive action on its own to put into place. All of that could be reversed. We could put all of that back into place. It's the fact that the White House, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the president, everyone, even these reporters now parroting this idea that there's no way to fix this, is just it's just a pile of stuff you put in the garden. Well, Larry Gatlin would call that uh, bovine droppings. Yes. Uh, it, it's really sad that the press has so completely uh, absorbed themselves into the Biden White House uh, really message machine that they no longer are reporting the news. They're simply, uh, frankly, the stenographers for the White House press office. And whatever they're told, they just regurgitate it. It's never been that way in history. Democrat or Republican president, it's never been like that. But it is with this White House. And I don't understand why the media uh, has really embarrassed and disgraced themselves to the level they have. But that's what's going on. I wish we could also focus, Kevin, that this border crisis is not just about um, people that want to come here for a better life. 
we all recognize that immigration is one of the reasons America is a great country, but legal immigration, thoughtful immigration. What we have now, the worst of it, is the drugs that are coming over courtesy of the cartels. And to me, worse than that, as bad as that is, is the human trafficking. Mm -hmm. Little bit, I mean, child uh, age children, girls being sold into sex slavery at ages nine and 10 years old. And these are people that are being treated like objects, like things. And why there's not an outrage about that is something I can't answer. It would be um, completely front page news if there was a Republican allowing that type of malfeasance to occur. And you would have every star in Hollywood you know, holding fundraisers and going to wine and cheese parties and doing all kinds of things that they could to try to stop it. Because it's Joe Biden that is allowing it to happen, they just pretend they don't see it. They pretend it's fine. And Mayorkas goes and says, the border is not open. It's like the scene in uh, Naked Gun where Leslie Nelson stands in front of a fireworks uh, factory that is exploding all around him. And he says, let's disperse. There's nothing to see here. Please right. move away. There's nothing to see and there's plenty to see. Governor, the um, what what should the, the presidential field that is competing for that job, um, what should they be doing? If you were advising any or all of their campaigns, what would you be telling them to do today? This is the first day that 42 comes down. It seems like today they should try to, in my in my estimation, garner as much screen time as they can blast this all over the place with their solutions to what they would do. I think they need to remind people that when they did have a Republican president, we were getting this under control and it was under control for the best period of time we'd had. And you, you mentioned 45 years. Yeah. Uh, I, I know people who are in the Republican primary are going to be running against Trump, but this is one of those times to uh, toss him some nice things and say, look, you don't like Trump. Fine. I'll do the same policies at the border that Trump did. Um, I won't pretend that Mexico will pay for it, but we will complete the wall. We will have a remain in Mexico policy and we won't have open borders. And we are going to start pushing back hard against the drug cartels and the human trafficking cartels and hold people accountable in Mexico and in the rest of the world. Well, it's going to be interesting. The next 48, 72 hours, I think, are going to tell us a lot about how bad this crisis is going to be. But I'm already getting reports from the border, from border towns, that things are just out of just beyond control. We've lost we will lose control of several cities, uh, you know, on our southern border within the next, uh, you know, five days to, to a week, uh, not because necessarily they'll be overrun by criminals. They will just be so maxed out on resources and not have the ability to do what they need to do, even for the people that live there. It's really disturbing. And we've got to keep our eye on it. Governor, um, turning to something hopefully more happy. What, what do you got on your program this weekend? Well, former U.S. Attorney Bud Cummins will be talking about uh, information that he shared with the FBI in 2018. Uh, it was about the Hunter Biden business relationship in Ukraine. The FBI totally ignored what he gave them. But a year later, he found himself under investigation by the FBI, who went to Apple and wanted to know everything that was on his cell phone. So it's a little bit disturbing to hear this kind of thing. This is a guy who was a U.S. attorney and... He'll be telling that story. It's pretty uh, amazing and frightening all at the same time. Mm. Mark Meckler will be with us talking about the Constitution uh, and uh, con uh, the Convention of the States and how to get some things done. And Buddy Jewell, country music artist, is going to be with us with a couple of phenomenal songs. It's going to be a fun show. That sounds great. Governor Mike Huckabee, always appreciate you being with us on Fridays. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Kevin. Have you a got great it. week. It's Kevin McCullough. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Does elder care or state law ever confuse you? Does me. That's why I'm glad Mike Connors is available to answer your question every Thursday on Kevin McCullough Radio. Just send him your question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call 718-238-6500. You can get your questions answered here on Kevin McCullough Radio, and he will also uh, answer them on his show, Ask the Lawyer. That's Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and FM 102.3, The Mission, WMCA, and Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970. 
70 the answer. Hey, traders, listen up. With inflation, interest rates, and the recent banking crisis, are you nervous about what's coming next in the stock market? If you're ready to take control of your trading and predict trends instead of reacting to them, then Vantage Point is for you. Did you know Vantage Point predicted the trends of all the collapsing banks weeks in advance? Vantage Point's artificial intelligence technology analyzes massive amounts of market data in seconds, so you can predict future trends with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. Instead of using lagging indicators to make bad decisions, with Vantage Point, you can forecast market trends days ahead for better trade selection. Learn how when you text DEMO to 813-813 for a free live class. Are you ready to take control? Text the word DEMO to 813-813 and learn more today. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. By texting, you agree to the terms available at VantagePointSoftware.com and consent to receive calls and texts using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text DEMO to 813-813. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health, where he discusses cutting-edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain the latest medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options. Have questions? Call Dr. Simon at 1-844-534-3621 or visit www.allthingshealth.ai. Or listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and AM 570 and 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA on Saturdays. To learn more, visit allthingshealth.ai. I'm Adam Holtz, and you're listening to Plugged In on The Mission. you? Were you expecting someone else? I can fly! In the new movie Peter Pan and Wendy, now streaming on Disney+, J.M. Barry's beloved story comes to life once again. This story really focuses on Wendy. She's headed off to boarding school, but she's not happy about it. I don't want to grow up, she complains. That's when Pan and Tinkerbell arrive to whisk Wendy and her younger brothers off to Neverland, where Captain Hook and his pirates await. The movie has a lot of violence, some of it pretty intense, but it also presents growing up as a good thing, not as a horrible fate to avoid at all costs. So we're giving Peter Pan and Wendy a three and a half out of five for family friendliness. Read the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. I'm Adam Holtz for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, I said different perspectives from different snapshots across the country. Some people. Uh, more plugged into uh, what Title 42 falling means to America today than uh, yesterday, uh, than than others. Uh, some people, it, it, I told you about the the, the border towns, uh, El Paso already filing basically national emergency uh, requests with the federal government because their city is so overrun at this very moment. Title 42 fell in the early morning hours today, Eastern time. And um, the Biden administration releasing this statement on Fox. Well, Fox News reported it, but other outlets did as well, telling Americans to prepare, quote, for a chaotic period as the U.S. faces a historic migrant surge with the ending of Title 42 uh, and and White House officials uh, saying that it will be a while before the plan to cope with the surge shows results. Comforting, not comforting. Let's turn to Bethany Mandel, uh, syndicated columnist and editor, uh, chief editor of the uh, Heroes of Liberty book series. Bethany, a lot of people, especially if they don't live near the border, feel like this is an issue that doesn't touch them. Um, what what are your thoughts about the 
situation where, you know, they're, they're going to have to, as they've already landed planes and buses in some places far from the border, as border towns are filling up, obviously there's going to have to be some sort of relief from that pressure. What are your thoughts about what the uh, administration is doing here? So, I mean, I, I think that it doesn't affect folks outside of the border in enough way that we can say, like, we understand what it's like to live on the border because we just have no idea. We don't understand what it's like to sort of see all these white vans lined up at an airport and um, and what that means. That being said, this feels a lot like um, the Afghanistan pullout where the Biden administration was like, yeah, it'll be chaotic and then we'll figure it out. And figuring it out meant like completely abandoning Americans and American allies in Afghanistan and hoping that it all worked out when they had nothing to do with trying to make it actually work out. They just sort of are like, well, we throw our hands up in the air and uh, we wish everyone involved the best of luck. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's even worse for people in border towns because they have the unfortunate situation of being mostly Trump voters. So Well, it's also no it's also their hospitals and schools that run out of room. You know, in San Diego County in California, a couple of years ago, they literally had to close hospitals because the demand on the free services were were so hard. And this that that was before any of this stuff uh, was going down. Let me ask you a, a different perspective here. If you were advising Republican presidential primary candidates today, what would you tell them? How would you encourage them to respond to this issue? Uh, what do you want to see by way of of their personal policy responses or their proposed, you know, what they would do with their cabinet or what, 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 what should they be doing in light of this crisis that is breaking out uh, today? I mean, I think that there's a human rights crisis happening on the border. So people who care about those individuals. That's a great idea. Those individuals, um, you know, the, the left tries to portray itself as the party of compassion and what's happening on the border is the opposite of compassionate. And I think that Republicans really need to play to the emotions and tell the stories. We're so bad at telling stories and getting people to care. Um, but we need to, like, get people on the ground in Texas and tell the stories of people who are left to to die in, in you know, vans and in, in yeah. warehouses. And I, I think that it was ultimately successful and i was actually against it at the time because i thought it was inhumane but I, I, I was wrong i think they need to get empty those border towns and bring those folks and disperse them through the rest of the country and make everyone else face the reality of what the border those on the border control what those on the border are facing and have us look all these people in the eye and what we're doing is not compassionate yeah it's uh, I, I played a clip in my opening segment uh, today. Ted Cruz was holding a press conference late yesterday in Texas as they were preparing for what is expected to occur. And um, a reporter basically said, this is a problem that can't be fixed. And Cruz spun on his heels, looked him in the eye, pointed his finger in his face and said, don't tell me that. He goes, do you realize? And of course, he's a White House reporter. He probably doesn't have any clue. But he said, do you realize that in 2020, Trump's last year, we had the lowest number of crossings in 45 years, and we had the lowest number of uh, human traffic, uh, fentanyl, all the stuff that that is coming through, is just pouring through there like a waterfall. He said we had none of that uh, to any level like it is now, For, lowest in 45. Now it's worse than any point in, in human history. And the difference was remain in Mexico. The difference was um Title 42, the difference was there were a lot of policies and executive actions that the Trump team and that Congress had put into place. And with all of those gone, Biden stripped them all on day one with all of them gone. It's uh, and, the, and the reporter was dumbfounded. He didn't even know how to respond. These reporters don't know what they're asking these lawmakers and, and people about. Yep. Yep. They 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 like to portray themselves as being compassionate. You know, like we are the ones who are allowing people to come and and get a better chance at the American dream. And that's not what's happening. And, and I think that more that Americans see the reality of like who is actually crossing the border and the conditions on the border, yeah. the better it will be for American messaging. No, I, I think you're right. Well, uh, Bethany Mandel, we always appreciate your insight. Thank you for giving us uh, your thoughts as a mom. Uh, and we're going to continue to hear my kid in the background. Yes. And I love it. 
Uh, kids officially welcomed, always welcomed on Kevin McCullough Radio. Bethany Mandel, have a great weekend. Thanks, you too, Kevin. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us at this radio station. Whether it's AM 970, The Answer, or AM 570, or 102.3 FM, The Mission, these radio stations exist to make a difference in the world around us. And along those lines, this is Paul Jacobs from Food for the Poor. Galatians 2.10 tells us in Paul's ministry to the Galatian church, he says, all that they asked was that we remember the poor, the very burden I had in my heart all along. You may be listening to this station because you have a Christian worldview and it is centered around, everything you do is centered around that. And so this is no different, our day of hope, our day of rescue to provide what effectively is life-saving food for families. Your gift of $144 right now because of a match to food for the poor is providing for children life-saving food for an entire year but you have to give that gift right now because the time is waning for these families i just been, been just come back from honduras and guatemala spent a week there meeting families ministering with our ministry partners on the ground and to be quite frank these families do not have much time and why you're needed right now one phone call one click of the mouse changes them forever so whatever size gift you give right now could you be an answer to prayer what a challenge three of you, you and two others, to say yes to families in the midst of this pandemic have heard no far too often. And in the next 10 minutes, if you give your gift, you will double the amount of food that will be delivered uh, for families in need. So go right now. The phone number is 855-907-4673, 855-907-4673, or click on the Give Food banner at the homepage of this radio station. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Listen to Global Spiritual Revolution Radio with Bishop Larry Gators. Bishop Gators is 100% pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-Constitution, pro-U.S., and pro-President Donald Trump. Tune in Monday nights at 930 on AM 570, WMCA. Don't miss it. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. Are you encouraged by the message of WMCA? Then follow us on Instagram for more inspiration. Just search AM570 The Mission and start following us. Before you know it, our scripture verses and inspirational quotes will become a source of refuge as you scroll. AM570 The Mission. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. She knows what the left is thinking before they do. Dr. Gina Loudon, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And someone who's normally with us on Mondays, uh, uh, catapulted to the end of this week uh, for scheduling purposes, and we're always uh, delighted to have her. But I think it might be kind of uh, serendipitous that Dr. Gina Loudon is with us uh, today instead of on Monday. Dr. Gina, it happened about 2 a.m. this morning, uh, Eastern Time. Uh, Title 42 stopped being enforced 
And now if you if you look at what's happening and it's it's really funny because the mainstream uh, legacy media are trying to gaslight the nation and say there's nothing going on down there. But you've already got two or three cities that have filed for national emergency uh, declarations and other things that are going on as Title 42 has been lifted. And now even the administration themselves, and I'm, I'm reading from Fox News's homepage at this minute, Biden admin tells Americans to brace for border chaos as Title 42 ends. The administration is telling Americans to prepare for a chaotic period uh, while the U.S. faces a potentially historic migrant surge with the ending of Title 42, officials saying that it will be some time before the plan to cope with the surge shows any results. Dr. Gina, the only thing I'm doing on the show today is taking different people's perspectives from all across the country. You're a mom. You're someone who uh, uh, you're in the marketplace. You work hard. You're in the media. What's your observation about not only what's happening, but <laughs> that kind of bizarre response to it by the White House? Well, this is about votes. This has nothing to do with any sort of humanitarian anything, any sort of amnesty. There's nothing going on here except that they have figured out that they probably can't steal the next election from Donald Trump because we're on to them. We know how they stole the last one and we're going to preclude it from happening. So the only thing they can think to do to win, because Democrats don't win, he they're, they're Marxists. And no one in America is Marxist. And the more the people that know that, the fewer people that are going to vote for them. So this is a desperate, almost last ditch attempt, right, for the Democrats to save their party by saying, look, we gave you all amnesty. We gave you all votes. You owe us. Now vote for us. Um, because a lot of even the illegals that are coming over, they are trying to escape Marxist practices. And it's going to take them not very long to realize that's all that the Democrat Party stands for, and they won't even be voting for them. So it's really a, an interesting and devastating uh, moment in our history. I think that there's no question that the blood will be on the current Democrats and the current administration's hands, and everyone will be running from this issue, I think, within a matter of weeks, because we're going to have, unfortunately, more angel parents. We're going to have more fentanyl deaths. Um, and now, we're going to have this glaring example of slavery because that's what this is. This is the proliferation of human slavery larger than it was um, when America experienced slavery the first time. And that's going to be pinned on on those who are tolerating it. Now. Yeah, you're referring to the human trafficking element, and it's so real. I just had uh, Bethany Mandel on just before you, and she's at a different stage of life. Her kids are much younger um, and she's, a, you know, lives in the suburbs around the nation's capital. Um, Governor Huckabee was on with us earlier today too. The 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 perspective that all three of you are bringing to this is it kind of from your unique voice is what I wanted people to hear. But let me ask you about this specifically. Um, Senator Cruz was in Texas yesterday. Was doing a press conference. I don't think he was far from the border. He was obviously back in Texas helping them prepare for what they were going to face today. And a reporter asked him, and I played the clip in the first segment. Um, isn't this a hopeless, uh, isn't this something that's too big to be able to be fixed? And he spun on his heel, stuck his finger in his face. And he said, you don't know what you're talking about. And he, then he rattled off some things I didn't know in 2020, the last year under the Trump presidency, illegal immigration was at a 45 year low and it was title 42. It was remain in Mexico. It was, uh, supporting the border patrol, not denigrating them. It was a number of executive policies that the president had put into place. It was a number of co-ops that he had worked with senators like Cruz and others to, to see, get, to get made. Um, and it was an all full court effort. And he said, when you put that kind of energy into it, you get a 45 year low, but he, he chastised the reporter and he said, you're no longer doing your job. You're just parroting whatever the white house wants you to say. Um, I don't think most of America knows that it was at a 45 year low, Dr. Gina. That was news to me. I, I knew it was better, but I didn't know it was, it was that improved. And that's the mess. I'm thinking every Republican that's running for office for any office for 2024 needs to be out saying exactly what Senator Cruz was saying yesterday. Yes, but what are we going to do about all of them that are here, the millions that are already here? Um, that is going to be that is going to be something the Republicans are going to have to address because pleasing the base and defeating the Marxist narrative that they're going to be uh, propagating is going to be a real challenge for Republicans uh, coming up in all of the next election. Yeah. You know, from a personal standpoint, remember that I used to live right on the border 
in San Diego. I lived yep. down very far south, right near the border, could have walked to it, did many times. And, um, you know, those were in the days where we would go across and cross over the border for the weekend for beer. Now, um, you can't even do that. The cartels have so taken over and own that entire border. And the cartels are on this side of the border as well. I have three correspondents down there reporting to me about all of this. And they are they are on this side of the border now. They are building houses on this side of the border. They are being so enriched now that they will be making the cartels in the next election if you look at el salvador and forgive me if you've already talked about this today on your show no but the president of el salvador what he did is amazing he arrested the cartel kingpins right and then he told them every single time your cartel commits a crime i'm going to keep food from you and the message quickly went out. There is zero cartel activity. The kids are playing in the streets of El Salvador. Now, they can't do that, by the way, in San Diego, California anymore. And they sure can't do it on the border in Texas anymore. And coming soon to a theater near you, your kids can't do this, certainly not in New York proper anymore. But in El Salvador, which we're used to being an enraged, <laughs> militarized, right, uh, a country, yeah. the president said, I'm going to fix this. That's how he did it. And um, El Salvador has an unprecedented peace and unprecedented prosperity. Republicans better start taking notes because um, we're going to be left with a big mess when this administration is done, if we survive that long. And I and I don't I don't say that flippantly. I'm I'm very upset about where we are. Yeah, no, I can hear it in your voice as a concerned mom. Hey, uh, happy Mother's Day this weekend as well. Thank <laughs> you. Sorry. And to your beautiful wife I, as well. I will pass that on. But uh, yeah, we have lots of reasons to be concerned. And um, I think we need to I think we need to use our voices to speak to those that uh, would ask for our support and we need to make it clear to them what we expect they work for us we need to remind them of that and we need to make sure that they understand that's how it works from here on dr gina always appreciate you always appreciate you too kevin thanks so much thank you kevin mccullough coming right back this is ed morrissey of hotair.com for town hall at what point does law and order break down to the point where people feel they have no choice but to take matters into their own hands? That question has become acute in New York after the death of a mentally ill felon on the subway who routinely threatened passengers. It has become chronic in other urban centers in America as well, with progressive politicians and prosecutors refusing to charge or incarcerate those who commit crime repeatedly. We've seen this movie before, literally. In the 1970s, when lax enforcement policies helped stoke record levels of crime, Deathwish and Dirty Harry attempted to provide a satirical look at the demand for law and order and public safety as warnings about fascism. Instead, the protagonists became iconic as people who imposed private justice when public institutions failed. The social compact, where we accept the rule of law and public order while foregoing private justice, has been shredded by progressives in the last three years, with predictable results. Expect to see more. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough glad to have you with us uh and i i will shift gears for the final thought here but i want to just make this one news update sadly there has already been the report of at least one infant death 
since Title 42 dropped. Fox News reporting that uh, one of the children uh, coming across the border earlier today uh, pronounced dead as um, the immigrant surge is on. And um, it's it's a mad dash uh, for America. And we don't know who's coming. And there's no order and there's no law. It's kind of sad. All right. Uh, earlier today, I was thumbing through social media. And for some reason, I don't know how this happened because I do not read this publication. But People Magazine's news feed got into my Instagram feed somehow. And so there was a headline that showed a picture of uh, Charlize Theron. You, you, you remember the former model turned actress. I've enjoyed some of her movies. The Italian Job with, um, you know, was, was one of them. Um, the headline said this. Charlize Theron warns she'll F anybody up who comes for drag queens. That's that's the headline. This actress. Who makes her living pretending to be other people, saying other people's words, telling other people's stories, warns that she's going to F anybody up who comes for drag queens. Now, this is part of the continued backlash against people, and I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but people are starting to really criticize people like me that have been talking about the impact that all of this trans stuff has had on kids. And they're starting to say, oh, you don't really care about kids. If you did, you wouldn't be blah, blah, blah. Like that, they're, starting, they're starting to come after those of us that have spoken up about this. So I thought, well, I got I to gotta point some things out about Charlize Theron's statement here. Number one, nobody's coming for drag queens. Nobody's I don't know anybody that's out there looking under the shrubs, trying to find drag queens and out them and uh, humiliate them or anything else. I don't I don't know anybody. Drag queens out themselves plenty. They love to march in parades. They love to do dances in schools. They love to be around children. It's it's not they, they make no secret of that. No one's coming for them. They're they're shoving all of their stuff into our face. Number two, by not exposing children to that distorted view of both who they see themselves as and all of society, because if you can't see yourself as God made you, then you are disconnected from truth. So your view of the entire universe is going to be slightly off. But by by not exposing children to that, you're actually protecting the drag queens and the children. The drag queens can't misbehave with children if they're not around children. So keeping them away from children just protects them as well. Number three, Tyrone being all hepped up and hyper hostile about parents who are trying to protect their children demonstrates that it's her that has distorted thinking. If she thinks there's a bigger need to go mess up people that criticize drag queens than there are to protect children, she probably shouldn't even be a parent. Like her values are just way off. Number four, I don't think she's going to do anything. This is all big bellicose. I'll, I'll come mess you up if you mess with the drag queens. Number five, why would anyone even care what an actress had to say about it? It's the children. That's what we care about. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.